Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, but should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to the Cannabis Health Radio Podcast. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. The American Cancer Society estimates that if you have liver cancer and you're diagnosed at an early stage, the five-year survival rate is 43%, less than half survive. That, of course, is for those dealing with conventional treatment. Well, our guest today was diagnosed with stage four liver cancer, along with cirrhosis of the liver. If he did nothing, he was given six months to live. And joining us from British Columbia, Canada, is Bert Filippo. Bert, in November of last year, 2022, you were diagnosed with stage four liver cancer. Tell us about that day. Well, I went in to see my uh, doctor uh, who took the MIR, and she informed me that uh, I had liver cancer and cirrhosis, and it was it was full-blown. She says... Uh, there's medication out there. Uh, you can do chemo radiation, which will increase your life, you know, four to five years for sure. That must and have been a hell of a shock for you. It is. It, it, it is. Like, I wasn't really expecting it, but it was. Uh, that's, yeah. What kind of symptoms you, were you having? What, like, what put you in the doctor's office to start with? The doctor's office, what happened is in 2016, I had colon cancer. Mm -hmm. So they took a foot of my colon out. Mm. And then after that, every year I had an MRI. So they would be updating every mm. year, see what's going on. And um, in 2022, when I went for my MRI, that's when I got the notice that, okay, it's full blown. Wow, that must have blindsided you completely. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> what did they tell you your your prognosis would be if you did not take their treatment? Six months to a year. Six months to a year. So here we are, one year. One year. Yes, you look, you look pretty healthy for somebody who's dead, I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 for sure how do you feel today i feel awesome i feel yeah like i can beat the world right now so what happened when you when you got this news and you're leaving the office what what's going through your head then that oh. you're going to hurry on down and have that uh uh radio and chemo or you got you're convinced you're going to die or what, what I mean you must have had a million things going through your head that's exactly what happened I had a million things going through my head I still had to inform my wife and family you know that that was what's going on so I was wondering how I was going to tell her so I just told her simple that I've got cancer mm -hmm. that was it and uh -huh. And then when we went to see the, the cancer doctor itself, 
then that's when she found out I had six months to a year. Yeah, you had uh, pretty full blown cancer there. What what was your cancer marker, your tumor marker? 1468 in the beginning of December. Yeah, and you want 8.6 or lower, isn't it? 8.4 or lower is the mark. Yeah, is the mark. So and here I you was 1460 over. Wow. My tumor. Markers. Wow. That wow. is that's incredible. And uh, in the notes you sent us, you December 22nd, 2022, marker was 1468. Wow. Uh, three months later, March 21st, you're into the normal range, 5.1. Exactly. And I had just started doing um, the oil, Rick Simpson oil, um, be, uh, middle of February, because we came back from mm. uh, our trip, and then we started doing the the uh, Rick Simpson oil in the middle of February. So I what, used it for a month and a half. What made you decide to do that? Because so here you are, you're reeling and you're considering all your options. How did you stumble upon oil and what made you decide to do that versus doing, you know, the traditional treatments or whatever? I had a friend uh, in Kamloops. Hmm. It's okay. Take your time. Yeah, these I know these things are tough, Bert. When you, uh, yeah, it's a pretty emotional, yeah, pretty emotional thing. So you just do it at your own pace. Yeah. Oh. So she, you, had a, you had a friend, yeah. She, her husband had a brain tumor. Mm. She had reached out to Corey, and right now, as soon as she heard that. She says, we're going to get hold of Corey. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got a hold of Corey. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it went good from there. Yeah, you know, let me let me sort of set the scene here. So, Ian, when I spoke with, with Bert, uh, there was his wife there as well, and then these people that I had helped – we're off in the center there. But when I looked at Bert, it was very, very obvious to me that he was incredibly ill. He was not a healthy man. And, you know, it, it, he had that gray look that I see all the time with cancer patients. And quite honestly, Bert, I looked at you and thought, I don't know if we can pull this one off, but we're going to try. And uh, so that's when we got him pointed in the right direction and he began taking an eight strain oil four to one ratio. So that's when he first started out. So you take it from there, Bert, you, you get your little package and you're all excited because you're going to do suppositories and you're a guy. So I know you're brimming with excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't pretty at first. I, I had to get the wife to do it at first. I wasn't right. sure how to do it really. And so she did it at first. And then after that, I started doing it. But I um, I did it three times a day, uh, every day 
every day. And I think we started you out. You were pretty darn sick. I think we started you out at full dose or darn near close to. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I did three spawn stories a day, like uh, the the whole thing, like you say, uh, one gram a day, right off the bat. And right off the bat. Did you get high? Were you nope. getting high? No, nope. no, nope. nope. yeah. not as a spouse story. I did nope. one orally because the wife wasn't there. <laughs> not Smooth good. Too, Sherlock on that yeah, one. Not good. Not good. I couldn't okay. even function. I was supposed to take the dog to the vet. I couldn't do that. I was supposed <laughs> to walk the dog later on that night. I couldn't put my clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though, isn't it? Oh, I guess well, it when is. When you think about it, here's this greenling who's popping three hundred and th- a third of a gram at one time. Yeah. yeah. You know, 333 milligrams. We took people starting out at 0.5 or 0.25. So, yeah, he kind of dove off the diving board, but you can see he lived through it. Very much. Very much. And so like, you, Go ahead, Corey. Well, I was just going to say, so you started right out the gate doing these three suppositories, morning, afternoon, evening. Correct. correct? Yes. Did you, Bert, did you have any symptoms that anything was wrong with you? Nothing. Whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing. So my next question was going to be, you know, what were the changes that you noticed? Did you notice? So I guess more to the point would be, did you notice any changes once you started taking this? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like it just, mm-hmm. like my my body feels the same as what I, I've always had. But mm-hmm. it's just obviously it's healing itself right now. That's all I'm. I can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, also made dietary changes, correct? Oh, definitely. I was two hundred and seventy three pounds when I came back uh, mm-hmm. home that year. And how tall are you, Bert? I'm five seven. Okay. And I was two hundred and seventy-three. And when we got back, I says I've got to change my diet, everything else. So I started doing because I was doing three meals a day and a lot of it uh, because I was working a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. I was doing um sandwiches, lots, and everything else. That all changed. I I ate two meals a day. And we usually have breakfast around 11 o'clock in the morning to noon, maybe even 1 o'clock, maybe none, and then have supper at night, which is around 5.30 to 7. Was that hard for you to adapt to? No, not really. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. And so you cut out bread. You, you I, cut out sugar because I talked to you about diet. I remember that one. Yeah, and pop. pop. I used to drink like three, four pops, you know, in two hours or in a day or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I could do that. Yeah. So all that is all gone. Um, I haven't had a beer since February, since we came back from our trip. Um, I had no red wine. Uh, what, red wine I do a little bit once in a while, very, very little. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have a slice of bread here and there. Well, being French, you've got to do the you've got to do the wine. Well, I I love my beer and wine. I, I don't drink hard stuff. But yeah, I love my beer and wine. So the beer is out right now, but my little red wine. Yeah. How much weight have you lost? Fifty total. It was fifty three, and I gained back five or six pounds. 
So I'm about 45, 46 pounds right now from before in the last November, a year. Well, that's good. That's what well, really awesome. That's a healthy loss. It'll stay off. It's not something that you took off in two months that, you know, you're going to gain back. And you just look so much better. I mean, you know, and if you look at him, he doesn't have that gray look that we see in these cancer patients. And, you know, he he looks healthy, you know. Yeah, you've got some vibrancy to your face. I mean, we can see your face here. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you uh, your, your doctor must have been shocked to see your markers go down so significantly. Yeah, they uh, actually they were very mad at me at first uh, for not accepting the the chemo radiation because they had offered me taste, which is beads uh, going into your system, uh, and then they disqualified me from that, and then they said you can do chemo and radiation, and by that time I had already made up my mind what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I told them, and they got really mad at me. And they says, you want to opt out? And I says, no. I says, I still want to get my uh, yearly MRI and uh, and also blood work, maybe every two to three months. And I'm getting all that. That's good. The interesting thing about you taking the cannabis is that, uh, you know, most people that we talk to once they start taking cannabis they notice a change in their system they feel differently than they did before and you say you just feel the same way as you did before yeah well you're a cannabis natural i guess <laughs> Must be. i don't know so let, let's talk about those levels those cancer counts because that's pretty phenomenal so you start at 1400 1468 yeah 1468 and let your let those listeners know what's your cancer count today bert as of the end of october my cancer count is 2.9 isn't that freaking incredible <laughs> it went yeah. from 1468 to 5.1 in march to 3.9 in May, to um, 3.4 in August, to 2.9 in the end of October. That is remarkable. We interviewed last week a woman in in Washington State who had a history of uh, various ailments, and she was given a, a dire diagnosis like you because her, her organs were shutting down. And when she started taking the cannabis oil, she, it turned everything around. And her doctor said, what have you been doing? Have you been taking someone else's blood? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what, what, is she, what reaction have you got from your doctors about this remarkable decline in your markers? Oh, they're impressed. My, my personal doctor... He is beyond the moon. He says, keep doing what you're doing. He says, you're doing the right thing, obviously. Um, he's very happy with it. My uh, cancer doctor, he would like to talk to Corey. He is <laughs> impressed. He didn't believe it at first. And then after that, he says, uh, he wants me to talk to in front of a crowd as well. So he's sort of opened up on that. He's saying, yes. Amazing. So this is this an oncologist then, Bert? Yes, it is. 
Okay, and where is he? Where is he working out of? Kamloops. Okay, so Royal Royal Inland, Royal Inland Hospital. Okay. Okay. Eight four. I mean, he must be a very open-minded oncologist too. Uh, well, he because a lot of them be. are very resistant. Well, he like I'm positive he was very resistant at first till he mm. seen my my uh, your markers results and the, and then my last visit with him back in um, in uh, September um, he says you're one of my success stories yeah he hadn't done anything for me yet mhm mhm yeah it's uh you wouldn't be here without cannabis would you nope or i'm i'm with radiation and chemo i might still be here but i wouldn't have the quality of life i've got right now no none no. none no because you have a quality of life oh yes very much i drive i do anything yeah 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 that's uh that's good what would you say to someone who has liver cancer who doesn't know whether to take chemo, radiation, or oil? I would say oh, keep an open mind. It's your body. But keep an open mind. Uh, Eastern medicine, we are not open to it yet, and we should be opening more to Eastern medicine for the doctors that are coming in now. Like our government has to open it up a little bit better for us people that are having cancer because there's more and more cancer. How much does it cost to cure cancer these days? Mm -hmm. How much does one round of chemo cost, radiation, compared to medical, which sort of seems to be working for me? which costs, I'm sure, a lot less than somebody else. Yeah. Bert, when you started this journey, was your wife supportive of you? Oh, she says, whatever you want to do, we're going to go for the ride. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That's really nice. Too often we hear, too often, sorry, Corey, too often we hear stories of some members of the family opposed to it and uh, causes all sorts of problems. I do yeah. have that as well. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Do you um, remember the day that you first got an inkling that you might be headed in the right direction as far as your counts account went? No. I had no idea what to expect after my first uh, uh blood test or and all that right. what, what went through your mind when you saw that your numbers were going down well that was a surprise because i had just finished coming back from walking the dog and my wife she looked at the email mm -hmm. and i get in the house she's crying So I was expecting the worst. I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea that it was even about my myself. Mm -hmm. And she says, my blood count or my tumor markers is 5.1. 
Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah, so immediately left a message with Corey, I believe, that day. Yes, you did. Did you have a glass of wine? I started crying. Are you asking no. me or Bert? Did you have a glass of wine? <laughs> well, I know no. you did, Corey. So. Yeah, I cried and then I had a glass of wine later. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, you know, I look at uh, the notes you sent on your markers, and it's just so unbelievable because you didn't start taking the oil until uh, around the middle of February, and yeah. uh, your marker, uh, you know, five weeks later in March 23rd, it was down to 5.1 from an yeah. astronomical uh, 1468. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's just doing suppositories three times suppositories. a day. And I do I yes. uh, uh, castor oil. Castor oil packs for the on, liver. On my liver, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, where you heat your, um, your uh, liver, uh, your, your back for about 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's like a poultice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was doing uh, doTERRA frankincense oil. Yeah. Yeah, my wife yeah. says that. Yeah. 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 So and I you do did, that on, on my tongue. And you did foot me. detox baths too, didn't you? Pardon? Did you do foot detox baths too? Yes, I do. Yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. And that's what, so that's what he did and his diet. And he's just had an absolutely phenomenal response. In fact, I'd be really hard pressed to, to come up with somebody who responded that dramatically in a cancer count that quickly from basically death door to, to this is just beyond phenomenal. It's absolutely beyond phenomenal, particularly yeah. well, there's no radiation there's nothing, just diet and detoxing and um, and the oil. I think, yeah, I think dieting was a major factor for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Say for everybody, but for me, it was. Oh, we, we, we find that where we see the most success in these people that we speak with, uh, I'm sure Ian will agree, is where they've changed their diet to because often these people are ingesting copious amounts of sugar and uh, the way that cancer survives. It, it 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 survives on sugar. That's exactly yeah. how how it survives. You know, uh, so yeah. You yeah. were drinking. Uh, you were drinking about four pops a day, plus uh, having bread, and bread turns into sugar in the stomach, and, and so you were uh, you were ballooning up there. Oh yes, I was. I was. Mm -hmm. No mm -hmm. question. He looks he looks significantly different when when I spoke with him when mm. I first spoke with him. So you, you've lost 45 pounds. Uh, do you have a goal to lose more? Yes, I do. I want to bring myself down to 200. Good for He'll you. He'll do it. He'll do I it. I'll be doing it. Do it. Within the next year, I'm going to be down to 200. Yeah. It's like you, it's like you have a whole new lease on life one way and another. It's just amazing. Yeah. Has, really true. Bert, has this given you an appreciation for life? A lot more. Yeah. A lot more. Definitely. Yeah, the small because bitches can, and complaining that people... turn your life around so quickly. Yeah. You're going to say the small bitches and complaining that people do are really meaningless in the total scheme of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, people, once they face adversity, uh, it changes their whole perspective on life. And to a certain extent, that's good because it's helped them progress. And unfortunately, most of society hasn't done that yet. <laughs> because, man, there's just so many people consuming so much junk food and crap, and uh, they have no idea what that's doing to their system. I believe completely on that. What's your What's your family's response to you doing oil and also to the great results you've had? Um, my daughter... Um, she she thinks I should have done chemo and radiation, mm-hmm. um, on as well as my sister as well. Mm-hmm. I, I but I have had a lot of support from friends and other people, and say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, like you know, that's your body. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think your daughter and sister just, I mean, they love you. They're concerned about you. They just know the traditional method of of dealing with this, which is not always that great. Yeah, and like for my daughter, it's funny because her mom passed away just last year of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And that was her second time around. She had been cancer-free for 26 years, and then she got it again the second time around. And that's another thing. If you're doing, if you get cancer once, usually you'll get cancer probably most likely second time. So the thing is, is that if you're cancer free, it might be a good idea to make sure that you keep doing maintenance after that mm-hmm. just to help you out Yeah, for the remainder of your years. Maybe, you know, like, at least if you die in a car accident, well, there's nothing you can do there. Yeah. Do you uh, do you still prefer the suppository over taking it orally? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It doesn't bother me now. At first, I, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't think about doing it. And then now, well, it's... it's That's okay. what you need to do. That's exactly. It's what I do, and yeah, it's all good. Yeah. You always says, Bert, Bert, you're an asshole anyway. Take it. That's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've done uh, the equivalent of what you've you've taken uh, by suppository for prostate, and I guess I'm one of those rare individuals like Corey that gets high. Doing oh, really? it by suppository, yeah. I mean, I don't get really blitzed, but I just have the cotton mouth and I'm a little high and life is good. So. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. sometimes it uh, lasts a couple of days too. So it's <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not like I'm not strong like you, Bert. Well, I'm not strong <laughs> either, but I, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, this is uh, this really great to uh, to talk to you and uh, hear your story, because I think what you have done is truly an inspiration to anyone else who has cancer in any form. Um, take cannabis oil, change your diet, 
make sure you're doing all the healthy things. I mean, you did uh, castor oil packs, the frankincense, doTERRA frankincense under the tongue twice a day, and uh, the the foot cleanse. I mean, all the things that I guess conventional medicine would poo-poo, you've done, and you're in a healthy state. You've lost 45 pounds. You've got a bit more weight to lose, and bingo. Yep. You're right there for another 50 years. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll celebrate your 100th birthday. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for that. Beer. <laughs> yeah, you can have oh, a beer. Then. Point, yeah. yeah, it yeah. wouldn't matter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Bert, it was great to talk to you and hear your story. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Bert. You're amazing. Before we go, I want to let our listeners know that you can help us spread the word about the amazing, often life-saving health benefits of cannabis just by sharing the podcast, writing a review, or rating us. We very much appreciate uh, the help of everyone who's done that already. And we really like the five-star ratings. We'd also like to thank those of you who support the show by making a one-time donation or a monthly donation on our Patreon page, which you can do for as little as $5 a month. That helps to keep us running. You'll find out how to do that on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Thank you for your support. It means so much to us. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has can of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects Network. Network.